Just give him that. Honeymoon fever, you know what it is. Yeah. A very ring room. Yeah. Feel young. Yeah, feel I'm not. Uh, praise the Lord. First Corinthians 14, verse 20. <clears throat> For them? Let's read it, please. Be not what? Be not what? Be not what? Yep. Mm. In, in malice, wickedness, right? In naughtiness. You know, some people are, are mature in naughtiness. But in understanding, they are children. So he said, but in understanding, be mature. He's, he's referring to spiritual understanding. And I find that there is a lack in the body of Christ. Maybe it's a regional thing, but when I look at the landscape of the body of Christ, it's more of a universal thing within the body of Christ, is that we, or there is a lack of spiritual understanding, of spiritual reality, and how these dimensions function, operate, and their nature. And it's unfortunate because the, the laws that govern spirituality are themselves spiritual. And it is for this reason that I believe there's a weakness in the apprehension of the Christian creed or the Christian reality. That there's a struggle in the body of Christ to apprehend that which the Lord has apprehended for us. And it's due really to the lack of spiritual understanding. If, if you sit down and browse through our, you know, ministers, church services, on TV, online, you realize that there are very, very few who have a communication that resembles the counsel of God and the reality of the dimensions that he has given us. And that lack of ascension in Christian revelation is what's destroying us because we have no understanding of how God works. 
no understanding of how the enemies of God work. Remember, Jesus, God said this to Jesus. He says, I mean, David said, he, when he saw the vision, he said, my Lord said to my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make all your enemies footstool. Implying that God was aware of the enemies of the Lord. So the Lord has enemies. If the Lord has enemies, then you have enemies. <coughs> and a lack of understanding in how those enemies work is really what's causing a frustration in many of our lives. So he says, seek to mature, to grow in spiritual understanding, in how things work, in why life is the way it is. Because that understanding will give you an advantage in life. Can we read Ephesians chapter 6? I started discussing with you last week on contending for your destiny. And this is something really the Spirit of God pressed deeply within me to, to teach and discuss with God's people. And uh, we, we really didn't get too far uh, in our discussion. <coughs> but I think we can make inroads today. Right? Just lift him up a bit. Thank you. Uh, lift me up again. Thank you. I don't want to shout. Yeah. Can we read uh, verse 10? Finally, my brethren, be strong, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his Yeah. Let's read verse eleven. Yep. We ended there, remember? For we do not against So the enemies of our destiny, and I said to you, I'm using the word destiny generally to encompass life, right? So he says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, implying that the enemies that seek to destroy and undermine our destiny are not flesh and blood. Can I show you something? Job chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was 
And that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. You would think, you would think that all would go well with this man, right? He has everything going for him. Fears God, upright, shuns evil. So you would think that a man like that would have everything in his life Right? Yeah. Right? Well, that's not how life works. Being good, righteous, and shunning evil is not immunity against evil. You get that? You, you, you are not immune from the perils of life because you are a good person. That is to say, bad things do happen Good people do go through hardships. Why? It's the design of life. So you ask, what, what, what advantage is then there for being good? Can't you, do you become good so that good things can happen to you? What? Is that the reason why you are good? Or you, 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 you pursue to be good. Is that the reason why? Yeah? So. <laughs> so, so that means rhetorics like, Oh God, I've been faithful to you. Why am I suffering? They don't work. Right? Oh God, I've been serving you. I've been praying. I've been good. Why is this bad thing happening to me? That rhetoric doesn't work in the spirit realm. Right? Because God never said being good would guarantee you immunity from... Adam still needed to live in the night. You understand that? Yeah. So there's a perspective you must have about life that if, if it can be cemented in your understanding, nothing that ever happens to you will ever break you, will ever destroy you, will ever, it will happen, it will happen, but it will not crush you. You, you understand that? When you understand, when you have a, the perspective which the Word of God delivers to us, then all of a sudden you begin to understand how life works. You see, Satan cannot attack you in the spirit. Satan cannot attack you in the Okay. 
Okay. Can we read Genesis chapter 3? What do you mean? Satan's attack cannot be stealthy. Do you understand? You, you cannot be attacked and not know it. The, the, the only people who don't know it when they are not attacked are those without understanding. But you cannot come under satanic attack and not know it. It's, it's, it's against the law of his function. So this is what makes me to say he cannot attack you in the spirit. It may emanate from the spirit, but he cannot attack you in that dimension. Let me show you. Let me show you. Genesis chapter 3. Uh, let's read verse 14. Can we read? Yeah, let's read. The Lord said, the, the, the Lord said, the Lord said, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and you shall eat. So here's a question: Do snakes eat dust? Huh? Do snakes eat dust? Yeah. Do they eat dust? Snakes. Do they eat dust for food? No. Do they? So they, there's something wrong in zoology, right? There, there's something wrong in biology, right? That based on this tells us that God is miscued or miscontrolled something here, right? God said you shall eat. And who was he talking to? Who was he talking to? The serpents we see, do they eat dust? Okay. But the serpent God was talking to, God said, will eat. Will eat. You will. You will. You will. Chapter 2. Verse 7. Can we read? Mm. Wait. And the Lord God? Out of? The Lord God formed? Formed? Who? Out of what? Let's go to chapter 3 again. 
right? Let's read chapter uh, 19. Okay, let's read 17. Just read the first part. Yeah, yeah, that part. Let's read it again. Then two. Okay, verse 19. So Adam shall eat. Adam shall eat. Yeah. Mm. Stop there, stop there, stop there, stop there, stop there. Stop. Read that part again. Read that part. Wait, read it again. For dust you are. God does not say to him, Out of dust I have made you. He said, For dust you are. So who was Adam? Ah. ah, you're getting it. So who was Adam? And what did God say to the serpent? What, what will the serpent eat? What will be the serpent's food? Who is dust? So God in the the curse of of the serpent was that he would eat dust how, how is that a curse because it looks more like it's a blessing for the serpent right but how is it a curse that the serpent would eat Dust. Dust. He would eat men. That means that the devil cannot live without feeding on dust. The devil, the devil's food is what? God said, out of the sweat of thy brush, thou shalt eat bread. Right? So that is man's sustenance. Without bread, man dies. Without dust, the serpent dies. The serpent? Without? Because dust is his? So, all the nutrients <laughs> of the devil comes from dust. And dust you. Dust you. So, man is Satan's food. Which part of man? The dust part. There are three dimensions to man, right? Right? 
there's there's the dust part there's the soul part and then there's the spirit part and god said the dust part of man you will eat then tell me how can he take you in the spirit now this is important because what this piece of information gives you is the ability to discern natural occurrences, circumstances, situations where through spiritual understanding you can decipher the origins. So every attack is an attempt to eat. attempt every attack is an attempt to eat this means this means this means that there are some people that devil marinates <laughs> so he has to be creative because it's dust so he has to be creative in how he prepares it. That's why no, no, nobody on earth can win in the flesh with the devil. You can't beat him. It's his dimension. It's his realm. It's his territory. It has been given him. Hallelujah. So let's go back to Job. You, you see it now? Do you see it? He, he can't attack you. He, he's a spirit, but he can't attack you there. There was no more place found for him in heaven. There's no place given him in the heavens. Remember, heaven is the abode of spirits. But there was no place found for him. He's a spirit and there's no place found for him there. So where is he? Do you understand that? That means every, every move of the devil has a physical imprint. Every move has a physical imprint. You can trade, ah, the devil is here. Jesus, where there's a carcass, the eagles gather. The eagle, where there's a carcass, the eagles gather. So even in your life, you, you can tell if there's a devil. The only ones who can't tell are those who have marinated. <laughs> those are the only ones they can't tell. Let's read Job. Let's read Job again. 
uh, I don't have time to go into that Genesis uh, story. One day, if time allows, we'll get in there. Job. Are we there? He was, he was righteous. He was upright. He shunned evil. Right? Verse 6. Everybody read it. There was a day. You see that? There was a There was a day when the sons of God. So that day was different from Job's chronological time, movement, life, right? So he says there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came. Who? Satan. Lovely. Who? Satan. Yep. The adversary, right? The accuser, right? And the Lord said to Satan, why does the Lord love talking to the devil? Now, picture this, right? Picture this. Let's just say I'm God, right? Let's just say I'm God, and you are the counsels of the sons of God, right? And Paphras is Satan, right? Now, the Lord is sitting here. There are so, so many faithful sons, beings, right? That God can take inventory from. There God spots Satan. What does that say? Satan stands out. <laughs> he stands out. He's distinguishable. You can distinguish him from the crowd. God said, uh, you. That means that it, it was easy for you to see who the devil was among the twelve. Right? Have I not called you to offer one of you as a devil? But throughout, throughout the life, the ministry of Jesus, you could see who the devil was. It, it, it was evident who the devil was. Right? It was evident. It wasn't Peter. Even though he would be used by the devil, it wasn't Peter. It was one who bore his characteristics. So, he says, the Lord says to Satan, from where do you come? I like this question. Where do you, why? Because he doesn't belong here. No place was found. So he doesn't belong here. So where do you come from? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and so this reveals two things about Satan. That he can only be at one place at one time. That means he's not omnipresent. That means Satan cannot be in, in Europe and in Africa at the same time. 
Right? So he said, from going to on number two, Satan proves that the earth is flat. Satan. So he can't lie to the devil like he's lying to y'all. He can't lie to God like he's lying to you. He didn't say from going around the world. So from going to, from one point to the other, on the earth. So Satan surveyed the entire earth. Right, so he, 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 he's a traveler. Right? From one place to the other. Question is, how does he travel? How, how does he travel from going to and fro? He didn't say flying. Yeah? Spiritually. Let's leave that one. But Satan is not omni. That means there are things Satan doesn't know. Satan doesn't know what you're thinking. He doesn't know what you're thinking. If you knew what you were thinking, he, he, he could have entered the minds of the Mahis and found the location of Jesus. So why did he have to kill all children to find Jesus? I means Satan doesn't know everything. He's limited in knowledge, especially spiritual knowledge. That means God can communicate to you in such a way that the devil don't understand. You see, don't think he is intelligent when it comes to the things of God. Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art not conscious, mindful of the things of God, but of the things of man. So the strength Satan finds is the strength he finds in the flesh, your flesh. That's the leverage he has. So he, he, can, he can derail a life. He can cause destruction in a life. Right? Can never kill a life. He needs man to kill. He can kill. Remember, he eats flesh. That's his job. That means Satan can eat your whole body and you still be alive until you decide to let your ghost leave. Because he, he can't kill. Only man can kill man. Not, <sighs> Devils can't kill man. Only man. If, 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 oh, if a, a man would have to enter into an allegiance with a devil for, for the possibility of death to ensue. The day you eat man, you die. 
Hallelujah. I know what you're thinking about. He who has the power of death. Right? He who has the power. He's not talking about physical death. He's talking about death, the, the place. Death in Hades. He had, the, he had power in, in the regions, in the realm of the dead. Not the living, the dead. You, you understand that? There's a realm of the living. There's a, the land of the dead. Right? Shuel. All those dimensions in the lower spheres. That's what he had power over. If he had power over death, why didn't he not wipe out everybody in creation? That's the question. Why? Why couldn't he kill Abraham? Abraham lived 900 years more. Why couldn't he, he destroy the lineage of Abraham? He couldn't. Adam, why couldn't he? Because it's not, it's not death in the realm of the living. It's death in the realm of the dead. Hallelujah. And that people are of no use to the devil. The only time they'll be of use to him is, is at the great battle of, of Megiddo. That's where you'll see zombies. Anyways. So he answered, he said, from going to and fro the earth, right? Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered? Hey, you know, this bothers me so much. I don't want to lie to you. It bothers me so much. Because God is conspiring. God is conspiring. Now, now this is, this, is not, this is not Job the sinner. This is not Job the unrighteous. This is Job the righteous. This is Job the upright. This is Job the priest of God. God, the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> have, have you considered, have you considered my seventh Job? Do you understand what God is saying here? <coughs> After took my shower yesterday, I came into my study and I lie down. And I was lying down just as I lay down, because there were thoughts that were going through my mind throughout the day. And I was just pondering on certain things. I was pondering. So I just decided, let me just lie down on my, my study. You know, take my contemplation into a deeper place. So I just lay down and contemplated. <laughs> I'm contemplating, in, in, in contemplation, I'm talking to the Lord, right? And, you know, these thoughts are going through my mind. And then the Holy Spirit stops me and, and he said, Remember, the devil is not God. <laughs> I got up. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I got up, went to my bedroom, took my pillow, came back in. <laughs> it, it, 
you know there are things you know, right? You know the devil is not God. You know it. You know, you, you know, you know that no, the devil is not God. But wait until the Spirit of God says that. The meaning changes. The Spirit of God said to me, remember, it was based on what I was thinking about throughout the day. He says, remember, the devil is not God. First, it humbled me, right? And then the more I thought about that, it, it, it strengthened my conviction. The devil, the devil is not God. That means no matter what Satan does or no matter what happens in life, the devil can never outsmart God, never outbeat God, never outcompete God. Never outdo God, irrespective of what happens. Now, it's, it's, it's difficult for us humans to conceptualize that because we are bogged down in this realm where we are beating left, right, and center, right? Where we feel we lose something, we lose people, we lose this. And in, in the midst of all that, you've got to remember that the devil is not God. That means everything that happens has to have had the permission of God. It, 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 it had to have God's approval. So God had to permit it, allow it. <coughs> that means there are things that are not part of God's plan for your life that God permits. There are things not recorded in the annals of destiny, in the scrolls of destiny that God permitted because he trusted that they would not interfere with the destiny he has for you. He has so much confidence in what has been written so much confident in what he has predestined that he, 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 in his sovereignty and in his wisdom, allows things that are not part of that plan to happen. So God feels unthreatened. There is nothing Satan can do that can threaten God. That means sometimes when, when you see things in your life perpetuate and not change, your, 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 your attitude should not be, why is this thing not changing even after all I have done? Your attitude is to go deeper and understand the mind of the spirit. Because that it is permitted means that it has some part to fulfill in the greater plan of God. You see, there is God's plan that is, that is blur, blurly revealed amongst men. And then there is God's greater plan. It says, we speak wisdom among the virtual. It says, the wisdom of God, which none of the rulers of this world knew. 
For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Had they known. That means all the devils that conspired against the death of Jesus. Had, had, had they known. All the pre princes of, of hell that conspired. That wanted to hold Jesus captive. And bring him down into the regions of the dead. Had they known. Had they known this wisdom which God hid. They would not have. They, they would have said, ah, let him live. <laughs> yeah, let him live. And Jesus would have lived for eternity. Ah, let him live. He, he would have to commit suicide. <laughs> because there would be no Judas. There would be no Peter. Right? To use. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways than your ways. So when you find things happening that you don't understand, don't say why. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Your ways are higher than my ways. Because the devil is not God. It's not over. You understand that? It's not over. That the devil held your life captive, your destiny, it's not over. Because he does not decide when it's over. I am the beginning and I am the end. I never, I never heard or read anywhere where the devil said, I am the end. I never heard him say I am. He might be on the middle. Yeah. <laughs> but the beginning and the end of my story is determined by God. Amen. That means God has no consultations about your end with the devil. He, he may have some consultations about the beginning. About, I mean, about the middle. Right? What happens between the beginning and the ending. But the end is God. That, that, that's God's. That's God's masterpiece. That's God's ad chapter. Nobody touches that one. So he said, have you considered my servant Job? That thing bothered me. For years, it bothered me. Do, do you mean you, 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 God, Direct Satan our way. <laughs> he didn't have the look at Job. He didn't even have the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. He, he had no, he had nothing. Only his righteousness. That's why it, it hurt him so bad when he went through what he went through because it's like I'm righteous because that's his only defense in that world. In that world, that was the only defense. And, and God said, that there is none like him on the earth. What? what? There is none like Job. How many people are on earth? And God says, there is none like this one. He must have been somebody, yeah? And look what set him apart. His righteousness. 
his fear of God and his shunning of evil. That, 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 that reveals the depravity of, of humanity. For, for Job to be so outstanding for those three qualities tells you that it's, 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 these, are, these are virtues that lack among human beings. There's none like him in the earth. A blameless and upright man. One who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan said, answered the Lord and said, does, does, does Job fear God? <laughs> Satan is questioning God. This, this, is, this is an amazing story. And, and God is not, God, God, God is not intimidated by Satan's responses. If God is not intimidated by certain responses, and Satan is more intelligent than you, how, how, how do you think that God is intimidated by your responses? <laughs> the devil talks to God. Why are you afraid of talking to God? If I ask you now, outside of prayer, outside of the formal ritual of prayer, how often do you talk to God? I can assure you, outside prayer, you really do. Be honest with yourself. Right? Outside of prayer, you really do. The only times you can say that I'm talking to God. Ooh, when you feel... <laughs> That's when you say, ah, yeah, I've talked to God. But outside of that, remove that. You have no relationship with Him. No relationship with him. I discuss with God more than I do humans. 80% of the time when I'm quiet, I'm in discourse with the Lord. 80% of the time. Doesn't matter whether I'm watching television, I'm busy working, I'm training. My thoughts always turn to the Lord. And what helped me, what helped, what helped me form that communion with God was questions. Was questions. I'd always ask God questions. Always. 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 And then one day he started replying. And I said, oh, is this how I get the audience of the creator? And then since that day, always in constant communion with the Lord. Never afraid to question God. Never. I'm, I'm, I'm question, I'll question him like a question. Never. Well, because I saw the devil questioning him and God had no problem. And I said, oh no, that means I can do that as well and God wouldn't have a problem. And I can guarantee you, he doesn't have a problem. Even the most stupidest of questionings, interrogations, God would sit through them. He'd sit through them and answer them perfectly. 
And then when you grow up, you realize that there are certain things you don't ask God. When you grow up in your relation, you know that there are certain things you don't question God. You accept them and you move on. Yes, sir. Does God, does Job fear God for nothing? That's weird, right? Yeah. It, it's weird, right? Does, does Job, God just told you he fears me. <laughs> listen, listen to what Satan says. Have you, not, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household? Around all that he has on every side, you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now, stretch out your hand and touch. That means Satan saw something that he could not penetrate. We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there in, 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 in the series. But let's move on, okay? Because there's, some, there's something I want to discuss here. It's not all this. Right, but now stretch forth your hand and touch all that he has and will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to him, Satan, Behold, all that, all that, yes. read it please. All that he has. Read it. Uh uh, I want you to read it. Yeah? All that he has is in your power. Uh. Only do not lay a hand on his presence. His soul, right? And his, his body, right? All that he has. All. I said to you when I said it, the devil cannot. In. I said that to you, right? I said that to you, right? Now, we're substantiating that now. It's important for you to understand that because when we read Ephesians chapter 6, it will make sense what's going on there and what really the Spirit of God is trying to, to you know, direct your attention to. Okay? Let's read. Yeah? So Satan went out. And he didn't go out from the presence of the Lord empty-handed. Yeah. God answers prayers. <laughs> God If God can answer the devil's petitions, brother, what makes you think he will not answer yours? You went out of the presence of the Lord with what? With power. He, he went out with power. One day, devils asked Jesus, please, like, don't send us away. Let us go into the swine. Jesus said, go. Answered prayer. <laughs> and the man whom Jesus delivered said to the Lord, let me go with you. Jesus said, no, go back. He answered the devil's prayer, but not his one. You know the story? Yeah. The gatherings? Yeah. Men on the graves with legion? Yes, sir. Yeah? He says, I'm legion, for we are many. Right? 
And then they, they, the Bible says they begged him. They, they besieged him. They prayed to him. Let us go into the swine. And Jesus says, yeah, go. They prayed to Jesus. And Jesus answered their prayer. The man whom he delivered, he's praying. I want to go with you. I want to follow you. I don't want to leave you. Jesus says, no, boy. Can't go in my boat. Go back home. Go testify. Prayer, prayer wasn't answered. Devil's prayers was answered. Here, devil's prayer again is answered. So what makes you think? Your prayers. <laughs> Come, let's, let's talk. So he left the presence of God. Verse 13. Now there was a? a day. Now he can drink your water. There was a? a day. When? Hey. When Satan? No. When Satan? No. When Satan? No. Mm. When who? Satan. Came? So, so, Satan was given over all of Job's possessions. Children, wealth, everything, right? But do we see Satan? Who do we see? Mm. Yeah? What did the Sabians do? Yeah? Satan will always leave that one, huh? <laughs> now, 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 here's what I want you to see. Here's what I want you to see. How did Satan take away all of Job's uh, uh, animals and stuff? Right? The donkeys and, 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 and uh, oxen. How, how, how did he take them away? How, how did he take them away? Did he come? Was it in the spirit? Yeah? It wasn't. It wasn't. Where was it? And who did Satan use? Men. Let's go to phase two. Verse 16. While he was still speaking. Yeah? While he was still speaking, another also came and said, Fire Wow. Yeah. In a day, all this is happening in a day. Yeah? A great wind. So we see Chaldeans, we see Sabians, we see fire. Now we see wind destroying his children, right? Right? And they're all dead. 
if you did not read that first part, would you have attributed what happened to Job as being from Satan? Yeah? You could not have, right? You could not have an inkling that this was the devil. Yeah, the Sabians, they came and raided. Took away all your oxen and, and your donkeys. Gone. Then all of a sudden, here's fire. Then all of a sudden, here the Chaldeans, they're killing your men, killing your workforce, killing everything. Is it the devil? With, without knowledge, you would not know. With, without knowledge, you, you would not know. You, you, you would think it, it's happenstance. Right? It happens. It's just circumstantial events. That means that the devil uses what? Elements. Humans. Situations. Circumstances. To carry out his missions. The devil cannot attack with the spirit, brother. He... he he, he cannot attack you in the spirit because, because the very nature of warfare is, in the, is, is spiritual. So, so how, 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 how can he attack you and you know it's him? Because his whole thing is that he must attack and it must not be traced back to him. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There's a reason why the Spirit of God added that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That, that is to say that in as much as our fight is not physical, we can detect spiritual forces at work behind physical activities and experiences. So if given the opportunity, he will use anything. He will use and you would still need to reconcile that my battle is not physical even though what is happening to you is you are being fired from work you, you, are, you are losing a source of income you still need to reconcile that is not physical it's important you reconcile that You just went through a terrible divorce. It's not, it's not physical. You just lost a loved one. It's not physical. Yet what is happening is experienced physically. Job lost his children physically. They were not lost spiritually. He lost his oxen. He lost his possession. He lost his property physically. Yet it was not physical. We wrestle. We wrestle not. We do wrestle. Just that not against flesh and blood. So he 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 cannot attack you in the spirit. You can see this person is going crazy, losing their mind. 
is not physical. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 10. You know, a person can say 10 years, 10 years in warfare and not know it. Because they, 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 they keep attributing what keeps happening to them as natural physical occurrences. And as long as your attribution to what's happening to you is, is flesh and blood, you'll always lose. And the devil will always kill you. He'll always win. He'll always have an advantage over you. Kill not mean physically, but he'll always mess you up. Why? Because you, you have no understanding of the devices of your adversary. You are ignorant. Here's a question. Did not Satan have power over Job? Did not God give Satan power over Job? He did. Why didn't Satan just come and mess him up like that? Why? Why didn't Satan come and just mess up the devil like that? You can answer me. Why? Yeah? He, he didn't have power. But God gave him power. God said, behold. Yeah, but that's all he has. He had power to do anything to Job except his person. That means he go kill his children, take his property, destroy everything in his life. Could use, could do anything. Why didn't he come do it himself? That's, a, that's what I'm asking. How? God said, behold. Read that. Behold, all that he has is in your power. So to say, he didn't have uh, legal uh, 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 authority to, to do that would counteract what God said, right? So <clears throat> if you are a master, right? Gang leader. Right? Do you do killings yourself? You don't. Uh, get me my water bottle. You don't do killings yourself. You have some people do it for you. Why? Why do you do that? So that. So that it doesn't. And so and so that. You, Finish it. It doesn't get back to you and? And? Finish it. It's incomplete. 
you write, but it's incomplete. It's so that he doesn't get back to you. No. So that as the gang leader, you can continue to do what? <coughs> Give out. Because as long as it doesn't get back to you, it does not jeopardize your what? Your authority. So the reason why Satan does it is so that he can preserve his authority and what? An ability to perpetuate trouble. Because as long as it doesn't get back to him, it cannot attack him. And if you can't attack him, he can continue doing what he so if 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 he hits you with a disease, right? If he hits you with a disease and you don't know who it is from, right? And you get all your supplements, your vitamins, your medications, and 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 the origin of that sickness was 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 a was a number out on you. <laughs> and you did not know that there was a number out on you, right? And that number hit you, right? And boom. And then you take all the medication, the medication, and then it, the medication heals you, right? You, you, you come all right. Yeah. What, 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 what will be your conclusion about that sickness? It's just normal. He won. He what? Why? Because then now, he will send it out again. And where will it come from? Natural. So the reason why he, he uses the elements, he uses all these things, is so that the conclusions that a person will have about their experiences will not trace back to him. But it can trace back to someone. You know who's that someone? God. It can trace back to, oh, Mara, God. You, why? How could, how could you let this? How, now, now, now what, what happened? You now view God as your enemy. So the entire dynamics of your relations with God changes. Because you go on the defense. And God becomes the enemy. If God is the enemy, then you cannot Sunanti Lambani. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot come together. You cannot partner with God. We wrestle not. It's the intelligent system of the devil. Keep them ignorant of me. Let them blame everything on God. Are you there, Second Corinthians chapter 10? Let's read verse 1. Yeah. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not have all the confidence by which I am telling you all the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, read that part again. For though we. Huh. For though we. For though we. For though we. We walk. You see. We walk in the flesh. We? No, nobody here can come tell me that. No, no, no. We are in the spirit. You know, there are preachers, there are preachers who advocate against watching soccer, right? They say, no, that's not spiritual. We We? What, what does he say? Maybe we can get something clearer. Give, give us... Uh, okay, let, let me, let me, let's, let's give ourselves Amplified. Let's see something here. Are you learning something? Amen. For, for though... I don't like Amplified, this one. Okay, it, it is true that I'm ordinary. I'm an ordinary, weak human being. I don't like this. Let's see. For though in the flesh we walk, not according to the flesh do we walk. That's nice. Uh, let me see NIV. I don't like them. Uh, for though we no I'm rejecting a translation not the Bible right the, the, the word there walk is paripatio right it says though, though we walk right we deal in the flesh right though we deal in the flesh in, in the human world, in the three-dimensional world, right? We do not war in the three-dimensional world. We war in the fourth. So though we walk, right, interact in the flesh, right? Flesh, flesh, right? Fresh, the realm of tangibility, right? The carnal realm. He says, when it comes to war, you will lose if you want to war in the flesh. So we walk in the flesh, but we don't war in the flesh. That means we, we, we can negotiate, deal in this world until there's trouble. When, when trouble comes, when attack comes, he says, you've got to switch. You, you've got to switch your modus operandi. Because now, dealing in the flesh will not suffice in guaranteeing victory from that battle. 
That means now you've, you, you've got to switch systems of operations. Especially when the origin of that attack is made known. Some of you don't know how to fight. Right? Some bad thing happens. The Bali family meeting. Some traumatic thing happens. Maybe you fall and go into an accident or one a trauma counselor. You, you don't know how to fight. Right? You, you, you don't know. The, the thing happened where? In the flesh. <laughs> the thing happened in, in the flesh. But you don't deal with it in the flesh. This is, this, this is, this is an arrow, it's paradoxical, right? Because it seems to imply to us that really, whatever is happening to you here, if there's a disruption or there's, there's a misalignment of activity, he said, that misalignment needs to be corrected from the source code. There, there are issues that are there, there are issues that are that are that are that are not fundamental that can be solved from just dealing with surface things, right? But there are issues that are fundamental whose 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 roots, whose source is is really is really deeper than the surface. You, you know there are issues like that in life, right? underlying problems there's a problem but there's an underlying cause you, you you know those ones right you don't know them you don't know because we're so used to fixing things on on the surface right but when things on the surface does not get fixed we don't know what to do if, if the doctor says to you You've got cancer. They try chemo, they try radio wave therapy, and then they said, ah, sorry, we can't help you. You're hopeless, what? Right, because, because you're trying to deal with the issue on the, it's not a surface thing, this one. There's an underlying cause. So that means you, you've got to switch systems, right? Because chemo won't deal with that issue now, right? Chemo won't deal with it. Radio wave won't deal with it. You've you got to find out what's the cause. Jesus, 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 they brought a deaf man to him. Jesus, they brought a deaf man to him. He took spit, right? He took spit, spit on his fingers, spit, spit. What? Spit. Saliva. Put in that man's ears, salivate fingers, put them in that man's ears. Now, now he, 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 that man is, that man, that man is deaf. He's, 
you are taking saliva. <laughs> you taking saliva for deaf ears. You you are combating, you are combating deafness with saliva, saliva fingers. You 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 are combating saliva. You are combating deafness. <laughs> where have you where have you heard that? Which doctor has done that? Yeah? Jesus takes him, puts his ears, puts his fingers into those ears. And then listen to what Jesus says. F pata. Jesus says, F pata. Meaning, that's when the Bible translated. It was Aramaic, right? It says, F pata. Huh? Jesus, with his saliva fingers, <laughs> now he's talking some strange language, Afpata, which is translated, be opened. And do you know who I was talking to? He was talking to the ears, the deaf ears. So he was telling the deaf ears to open. He, 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 he was not telling the spirit. He, he was telling... So Jesus knew that that was a biological defect. And he was telling the, the deaf ear that caused the deafness to the ear to open. So he was telling the deafness to open. Because in, in, in another instance, he, he spoke to the deaf and dumb spirit. Right? For man was deaf and dumb. He says, I command thee, thou deaf and dumb spirit, come out of him and return no more. And that deaf and dumb spirit left. So this was a biological defect. And he was telling that deafness to open. How do you tell deafness to open? Though we walk in the flesh. We do not war. According. So when it comes to war, he says, don't war. You, you are not warring when you are using fleshly uh, mechanisms and systems. That's not war. You understand that? Yeah. Do, do you get that? Yes, sir. You, 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 you are not participating in the war. When Satan try to kill you and then you go see a trauma counselor, you're not worried. <laughs> That's what the Bible is saying, right? <laughs> oh, there's a family travesty and you call a family meeting. That's not war. Right? And you've, you've got you've to be honest. I'm not warring here. I'm, I'm just trying to just relieve whatever's going on. Right? Yeah, you, 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 you are attacked by some sickness and you take pills and that's not war. You are just trying to get relief. You're not warring. And whether or not you are at war depends on the circumstance, on the nature of the circumstance. I'll give you an example. We, we announced Anointing Sunday two weeks prior to, a week before, right? 
that we want to have a series of anointing Sundays, right? <coughs> the week after the first <coughs> anointing Sunday, the Sunday, we go back home, we relax. Normally we watch Formula One with my wife, we relax, we're sitting, the day passes, right? I wake up the Monday morning, right? The Monday morning, I wake up, I say to my wife, my, my foot is painful, right? So I try to walk. When I put pressure on the foot, it's painful. So my wife said, you hit something uh, the other day. So I, I, honestly, I don't know, right? Till this day, I can't tell you what I hit, right? But all I remember is that day, when I woke up, my feet was paining. Paining. So I paid no attention to it, right? But you could see I, I was limping, right? So I go to the gym, it's fine, but I'm, it's, it's still limping, right? It's, it's uncomfortable. So the Tuesday, the Wednesday, so the, the, the Thursday of that week, it becomes a little bit more uncomfortable, right? little bit more uncomfortable. So I'm beginning, I'm beginning to limp. So at that point, it's not really swollen. I can't really see anything. All I know is that it's painful and my big toe, the, the toe, can't bend. It's, it's just painful. So Friday, Saturday becomes better, right? So I'm like, oh, Saturday. Oh, oh. you know, it's, it's good, right? Well, I'm walking a little bit better. It's good, right? So it didn't, that week, it didn't really interrupt with my movements, right? I could still do what I did, concentrate, do everything. So we come to church that Sunday. That's, that's the second uh, anointing Sunday. We come to church that Sunday. We minister, we do everything. We minister, right? We go back home. When we go back home, oh, fine. Nothing is wrong, right? We wake up the Monday. <laughs> we wake up the Monday, that thing starts again, right? Mind you me, that week, that prior week, I paid no, no attention to it, right? The Monday, that thing starts again. And now when it's starting, <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a jabbing pain. So I'm like, what's going on here? So, oh yeah, Mike was there that week. So Mike leaves the Monday. So... I remember when Mike left, I went to go sit on the, on my couch. <laughs> you know, it was like some, some devil blew, you know, over that seat. <laughs> Woo, the pain, the pain. So the, the feet started burning and painting. So I just thought, let me sleep, right? So I slept, so around about two, I slept until four o'clock. There's no change. Now at this point, it's becoming real, real, like painful and uncomfortable. Painful. So that's the Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday comes. On Tuesday, I'm waking up in the morning when I wake up in the morning, I couldn't, when I almost fell, that's how painful it was. I couldn't put pressure on the foot, on the foot, right? So it was paining. So now the foot was now swollen. 
I'm like, what the heck is going on? So all throughout now, I'm trying to remember what happened to this feet. What did I do? You know, because I can't remember hitting. Because my wife says she remembers. I can't remember hitting anything, right? I'm like, what's going on here? It's bad. You know, bad. So I can't do my normal work. Can't do my work in the morning. I can't do anything. Can't concentrate. Can't think. It's throbbing, paining. Right? It's throbbing, paining, 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 paining. So I brush my teeth. So I say to my wife, oh, I call, I call uh, Mom Vi. I say, no, because uh, this thing is swollen. Like, it's, it's swollen. Like, uh, you, know, you know when something is, um, you probably have felt it sometime in your life. When it's so, so swollen, you can't bend. And it was almost like I'm losing feeling until I, I touch. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, 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 this is bad. So I call my wife, I say, no, hey, please uh, prescribe me uh, like uh, anti-inflammatory, whatnot, right? So she prescribes, so I send my wife to uh, get me at the pharmacy. So what, while she's gone, right, she goes out, she leaves me, I'm sitting on the couch, I need to go to the toilet. So I try to stand up. So I'm like, no, hell no. Right? I can't stand up. Hell no. It can't, I can't stand up, right? So I said to myself, let me, let me track what's going on here. Right? So, so, so I want to go to the toilet, right? So I'm saying, let me track what's going on. So I sit down. When I sit down, I stand up. But when standing up, I'm saying, I'm saying the name of Jesus, right? So when I'm saying the name of Jesus, there's enough strength for me to stand up, right? So just as I'm about to walk, I said, in the name of Jesus again, I'm walking. Uh, it's painful, but I'm walking, right? I stop saying in the name of Jesus, I can't move. I can't move, right? I, I can't move. I say in the name of Jesus, I can move. So I try again, not saying anything, I can't move, it's painful. So I say in the name of Jesus, I can move. Okay. And I knew where the problem is now, right? I knew what was going on, right? I knew it was an attack, right? Trying to distract from what we were, what we were doing. So I knew, okay, okay, mm. this is how you play. So when things like this happen, you know what I do? I totally cut off the physical. And how do I cut off? I keep quiet. My wife knows I don't talk. I don't talk. Right? And many times what I would do is that I would move in the dimensions of the spirit. Because I knew it was war, right? So here's what many of you guys don't understand about warfare and, and especially spiritual warfare when when you are attacked or you come under attack or the devil does something in your life many of you like to react no hell no oh my god because listen when an attack comes many times it means that it is permitted and therefore that means that that war or that attack that is going on here will not be, the ordinary prayers will not do it. In no prayer that will cut it. 
and this one many people don't realize is that pastor i've been praying but then this thing is not going your problem is that you are reacting you are not deploying the weapons of your warfare you are reacting based on some spiritual thing you ah, must pray the weapons not weapon the weapons that means there is a specific weapon for a specific attack So many times you don't wait on the Holy Ghost to find out what weapon is required for that specific attack. You just go do your thing. And you wonder after prayer, that thing is still there. I knew praying for this thing is physical. You understand? Praying for this thing won't help. But, but what was indicated was that now there is something in the spirit so this thing was a signal of something in the spirit that was going on so if i focus on this thing i lose touch of what is going on there and i lose so what do i do i let this thing deal by itself and then i i, I switch to where the problem is this is this is what consistently beats many christians and they're frustrated they're frustrated because here's this thing. It's it's a natural. It's a, it's physical. Yeah. You just hit it. You just went through an accident. Satan had planned. Ah, we are follow, right? Yeah. You go through the accident. You survive, but you have a broken hand. In the name of you, it won't work. It won't work. Pastor, what do you mean it won't work? You're going to have to go get that thing cast out. Why? Why? Because many times, by the time an attack takes place, by the time, it, by the time you see it, that is not when it began. When Satan left the presence of the Lord, when Satan left the presence of the Lord, between that time and the first, the events of Job's uh, attack, it was, it was not the same day. But when Job was attacked, it was not when that attack began. When did it begin? When God gave Satan power. When God gave Satan, that's when it began. When Job saw it, it was just a consequence of a meeting. This is what many of you don't understand. Because you think the time that thing is happening is the time it started. You are blind, that's why. That's why. If you have spiritual insight, many times there are things you would prevent. If you had spiritual insight, there are wars. Attacks you prevent, but the others, no matter what you do, you can't prevent. <coughs> How do I prevent this? How? It must happen because, ah, listen, when the word goes out, when the word goes out, he says, what? The enemy comes immediately. You can't stop him. He is attracted. He's drawn. You see that? He's drawn. 
not by you but by what the word that is given you he's draw you there's nothing you can do see he, say, he says he says when trials and tribulation test arise because of the word not because of you because of the word so the entire dimension of warfare you must understand this you must understand this the only power satan has in this world is the word of god betrayed here's a question right here's a question satan jesus stripped him of all power why why today is he still functioning why is his functioning still has some form of strength he can dissuade man cause man to fall all this darkness and evil that's the devil and then years later after jesus did that the bible says the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one my question is that then what was jesus thing all about right what was all all that about he destroyed his own principalities and powers or what was all the cross about if the devil is still moving around and doing all those until i understood i understood I understood. You know, David said in 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 some in some he said he said I, I I was wearied by how the wicked keep on increasing, becoming rich, not giving any record recognition to God, and nothing is happening to them, and how they prosper, and nothing ill comes to them. Says until I went into the house of God and I understood their end. He's the same. I understood. I I understood. This world was made by him, the logos. So the whole world operates by logos. That means whatever Satan is doing, he's operating it by logos. That means that means that means anything in your life, anything in your life that Satan is going to have an advantage of is going to come from the logos that you gave him. That's why he says keep the word. He, he can't tell you to keep something that cannot be lost. The word is is the most contended commodity in the universe. He that has the word has power. And spirit beings know it. Spirit beings know it. And the chief spirit being knows. He he has no he has no power of his own. All the the the, the power that he was created with, Jesus disarmed him of. The only power he uses now is the power of the tongue. Is the power of the words that permit him. He said, "Bow down, I'll give you all this for all these things have been betrayed to me." So, the word that was given to Adam, Adam gave to Satan. And Satan used it to build all he is built. That means strongholds in your life are actually are actually the word of God used against you. And that's why you 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 can't just destroy that by kapruda. No. You you you've got to you've got to receive. You've got to receive the deployment of the spirit since they are mighty through God. They are mighty through God 
for the pulling down. So what do you do? That's a question. What, what do you do? What do you do? Ephesians. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to uncover <coughs> the nature of warfare. Because it, it, would be, it would be very uh, unbeneficial to you if I just tell you to fight and not give you an understanding of the nature of the dimension from where those fights, struggles ensue. No weapon formed against you. This is the Lord talking in Isaiah 54. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. He, he didn't say it will not be formed. That means, that means what God allows, what God permits is the formation of weapons against you. That means plans, strategies, traps, snares. God allows them to be set against you. And whether or not you fall into them, they affect you depends on your understanding of your rights, your placement and positioning in God. We will read Ephesians, you will see it. Verse 10, finally my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Do you understand that? Be, be, that? That means if you are weak in the Lord, you, you, in the day of evil, you will not stand. <laughs> so your placement, your positioning in the Lord matters. Be strong in the... He didn't say by the Lord. He didn't say the Lord makes you strong. Because that's not, that's not the focus here. The, the focus is not God making you strong. Uh, he says you be strong. That means it's something you must become. It's something that you must become in the Lord. Not something that God is going to make you. So he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you read there, you, you realize all facets of power are there. Kratos, uh, Exousia, uh, Iskus is all there. Those are variations of power. We won't go into them now because that's not really my focus. But he says, you must be strong. And the child grew and was strong in spirit. How? Because the, the, the way the child grew and became strong is that same way. And the word that grew means oxano. It means to, 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 to grow by expanding. So he says, the, the, the first order of business is positioning. That means if you are out of position, it is likely that you will be whipped when battle comes. 
The reason why he says be strong in the Lord and not in your flesh is because this day, if I jab you now, let, let me jab you now. <laughs> let me give you a jab now. Let, let me just give you a jab now. Let's see your strength. Yeah? Yeah, must we see? Oh, bring a knife. No, let's jab you. Right? Can't be strong in this thing. In the Lord you can be. Because that cannot be affected. You see that? That dimension cannot be. And in the power of his mind. What I'll do is that I'll just spend time maybe uh, in another service on that uh, verse 10. And explain, and explain to you, okay? Because it's, it's not enough just telling you be strong in the Lord without showing you how. Yeah? What is the armor of God? I ask you that question, right? Do you know what is the armor of God? Yeah? What's the armor of God? Yeah? Is what? Is what? Is what? It's what? What's the armor of God? It is the totality of the revelation of God's word. Because if you study that, you realize that there's no, there's no possible physical way you can put on the armor of God. It doesn't exist. And what people have done, you know what people have done? Yeah? Yeah? Hold on. The armor of God. Put on. Put on. Come on. You're going to war. Hell no, it don't work that way. It don't work that way. Apara! <laughs> I put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. I told you, Satan will eat you if you behave like that. You will what? Put on the armor of God, yeah? That you may be able to? Mm? Against what? The trickery, the schemes of... Now, now, I want you to read that part again. That you may be... That, that, means, that means standing against the wiles of the devil is not a certainty. Is not a... a Read it again. Read it, Puff. Read your Bible. Oh, are you a living Bible? Put on. So, so standing is contingent upon what? Yeah? Wow, standing is contingent upon not just a part, 
the entire. We will deal with that. That you may be able. So the ability to stand comes from the armor, not yourself. So that means you can't say like Peter, even if everybody here will desert you, I will stand. You say that, you go on. You go on because, because you, 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 the, the, the platform upon which you are saying that has no foundation. It's sinking sand, brother. Unless you have put on the armor of God, there's no certainty of you standing. Let he who thinks he stands take heed lest he falls. You, you, do you understand that? Let me don't look at another person falling and say, Ah, I mean, I'll never fall again. Renata Mali Jesu. Baba, drippy you about You probably next. You probably. Because you don't have foresight. Because it don't work that way. It shows that you're not armored. By the time a person starts talking like that, you're like, hey, it's our <laughs> because, because whatever devil is watching that person, and you're probably there by that's your accomplice. So you, are, you, you fall by association. <laughs> Put on that you may be able to stand against the yeah because we do not yeah but against prince mm. yeah against powers yeah Against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Against the of hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Okay, okay, okay. A part of that scripture to give more clarity and more pound to the communication by saying, for we wrestle against principalities. Because to some who are not well versed or well, you know, understanding sometimes here blocker, they would read, for we do not wrestle. And they'll be like, for we do not wrestle against principalities. Because it happens sometimes in the mind, right? It happens sometimes in the mind, bro. But not everybody who reads the Bible understands or has, you know, literary skills. Sometimes, you know, we misplace nouns and vowels and verbs, right? You know the story of lions and loins, right? <laughs> True story. True, a preacher came. 
the Bible says, let us gird up our lines, our lines, our lines of truth. People started going out of church and the pastor said, we must gird up our lions, our lions, our lions of truth. Then now, what do you say when you have to interpret it to vernacular? What happened? i all because of one little loins loins not lions that one can mess you up brother you, you get that? Yeah? So sometimes you've got to help make it a little bit, you know? So we wrestle against Fl Princey. That's who you're wrestling against. Now, to make the, the nature of our warfare really understandable I would prefer that we put a prefix before the principalities powers and stuff and put the word there disarmed and spoiled so you would read like we wrestle against spoiled and disarmed principalities it changes everything because now you realize they're not as powerful as they make themselves out to be because they make themselves out to be something they are not right <clears throat> I went through some other attack this week. So on Thursday into Friday, no sleep. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep at all. Watch the sun come up. Couldn't sleep. Right? So at around three, I went, in, I went to the bathroom, came back. And at this point in time, I'm frustrated. I'm sick and I'm, I'm frustrated. Right? So I sit at my couch, holding my head like this. I'm like, Lord, I need to sleep, right? I go back to the bedroom, no sleep. It's quarter past three, right? So uh, at this point in time, I realize I'm probably not gonna sleep, right? So, you know, birds, we call them creatures of the air, right? Because they're, they're, they're of their proficiency, both in land and in the air. They eat on land, but really, they are not limited by the laws that ground other creatures. The, the advantage a bird has over a lion is that a lion can't fly. It's grounded, as powerful as it is, it's grounded, right? That means that they can function in dual locations. Whenever they feel threatened in this plane, they can just enact another law, activate another law and fly away. 
wouldn't you like to be a bird? Wouldn't you like to be a bird? <laughs> the Bible talking about the law of sin and death that grounds us in the carnal dimensions. Yet the Bible talking about the law of the spirit of life. It's laws. Law, laws, if you observe them, you, you reap the repercussions, the consequences, right? Right? If you observe the laws. Well, I realize I ain't going nowhere. I ain't sleeping. So I might have just move away from this realm. Because I can do that. There's a secret God taught me a long time ago. It's in Colossians chapter 3. It says, set your mind on things above. It's, it's the law of lift. It's the law of ascension. If you ever want to ascend, if you ever want to ascend, if you ever want to lose uh, touch with this fear and into the next, you learn that you will go. So I don't need to go because, well, I'm, I'm always there, right? So I'm in frustration. I'm like, ah, nah. Okay, now let's go find something to do in the spirit, right? I'm telling myself that. So I lie on my bed. I lie on my bed like this, right? very uncomfortable. My head is painful, throbbing. So I lie on my bed like this, right? So I lie on my bed on, like this, and I, I do configurations to get out, right? About 10 to 15 minutes, it was tough because of 10 to 15 minutes late. Most of you think prayer is what gets you in the spirit. You know prayer. You, you can pray in the flesh for 10 hours. You know, you know prayer, prayer that, let, let me say, it's not prayer alone. Because some of you will be like, <laughs> it's not prayer alone. There are many ways to enter the spirit realm. He says, he says, by faith we have access. By the blood. He has made a new and living way. There are many ways, but there are many ways you can access the dimensions of the spirit. Many ways. There are many doors. For us, there are many doors. And you, 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 don't, need, you don't need the permission of God to enter the dimensions of the spirit. When you know how, you can enter. If that were the case, then all these uh, 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 wizards and sorcerers would, would have to go file permission in the heavens first to go project, extra project and move out in the dimension. You don't need that. Just that children of God are lazy and just, you know, lethargic. Lethargic. So anyways, that's fine. Right? <coughs> yeah, but that's, I'm telling you the truth. Right? You don't need uh, to pray a hundred hours to get in the spirit. Maybe when you're starting out, yeah. But there are ways you can, right? Obviously through Jesus Christ, you route everything through the energy of Christ. Anyways, you know, I'm battling, battling. So finally, I get my mind tuned, right? I get my mind set. When I do that, I go into the spirit and then to the shock of my mind, I see what's going on, clear, as clear as daylight. I see what's going on and the spirit of God is, won't even say some of those things. It's fine. But I see what's going on in the spirit, right? Because the spirit and the earth are, are, are 
parallel dimensions. That means what happens in the spirit must happen or show up in some way in the physical. It may not be in the same way it is in the spirit, but it must show up. That's how life is. I'm teaching you intelligence that if, if you can use it, if you can use it, your whole life will revolutionize. Your whole life will revolution. Your whole life will change. So, ow, the Spirit of God show, shows me this. Maybe I should just tell you, right? So, when my, when my vision opened, I see, <coughs> I see this being. How from here upward, it looks human, right? From here downward, it's a creature, right? And this thing is, is sitting at some place, right? And I don't know whether it was eating or stuff, but it was doing something, right? So when I look at that thing, it's green. Like you see uh, this green, yeah. Something like this, this green, but darkish. Through all throughout, right? So I'm like, what's this thing now? Right? It doesn't see that it sees me. It's obviously, it's a vision, right? Then the Spirit of God begins to give revelation, give insight what's going on. Right? If sleep was removed from me for three days or a week to have that revelation, I'd gladly take it. Because what was revealed to me in that vision helped me understand a lot of things about not only my life, but how Satan, how Satan destroys people's destinies. And you'd be surprised, it's one of the easiest ways. One of the easiest ways. You know the most, the, the, in the kingdom, uh, 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 in the dimensions of, of darkness and, 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 and wickedness, the, the most terrifying of devils, the most powerful of devils, are not devils you'd assume. They are devils you really wouldn't assume. If Satan wants to destroy your life, what does he need to do? What's the first thing he needs to do? If, if you tell me now, I would know that this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. <laughs> Let's hear it. What does he, what's the first thing that the devil will do? I like that one. I like it, but I, I, need, I need the word. It's, it's, it's spot on. It's very spot on. But I, I need the dead descriptive word. Close? Yes? You're right? 100% right. What? Give you a thought? What kind of thought? Yeah. No? Distorted? Nah? Blindfold, around blindfold, corrupt. Yeah? No? 
close. What else? Deceive. Yes, what? Distract. That's, 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 that's one of the most powerful devils. The, 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 the first sign that you are under attack is that you will be distracted. You will be distracted. That means your mind will split. And many times you will start paying more attention to natural physical things than the things of God. You know you are about to be a goner. <laughs> You are about to be. Distraction is so powerful. It, 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 is, it is so powerful. And, and, and let, let, me, let me just tell you. Circumstances. Forms of situations. Experiences. They are the weapon of destruction. So don't think, when I'm talking about distraction, I'm talking about losing focus. No. I'm talking about a calamity that comes out of nowhere. A disease, an attack, an unexplainable event. Unexpected event. It just happens and it throws you off. Have you ever had one of those, Mike? Have you ever had one of those? Huh? Where, where you are you you are being consistent in your in your prayer in your prayers you're consistent in your meditations you're consistent and it looked like you are about to get somewhere hit something and then all of a sudden out of nowhere something happens you have a fight yeah with a friend with a partner out of nowhere and all that momentum that was building in the spirit forfeited. You, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you felt that finally I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere with God. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. My, uh, something in my... You, 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 you know it. You know, you know it. At, at some point, you, you, you're in cruise mode. Whatever you're doing now felt effortless. Then once something happens <coughs> and you can't define it, it's one of those whatever will happen will happen. As long as we keep this one from accomplishing this thing. Let's give him a promotion. Because you, you think that distractions are good things. <laughs> Let's give him a promotion. Let's give him money. power to change your whole your whole course because because when you make choices in a, in, in, in a distracted state 
you are gambling you are gambling you are gambling with your life <laughs> imagine eh? imagine those whom god calls right ministers servants of god around the world the amount of attack and onslaught they get from the devil is, is beyond comprehension, right? It's even an, you can't even explain it. Imagine what happens to those who pursue ministries they are not called for. Sometimes the calling might be there, but the timing is off. What kind of attacks and defenses would they have? You can't be defended by the God of ministry if you are in something that that God did not assign you. <clears throat> so what does the devil do? That's what one of the things he specializes in, in is in giving you mis, mis, misplaced assignments. You want to be a prophet when you are a teacher. You want to be a priest when you are a king. Uzziah. You want to be a swimmer when you are a football player. You want to be a doctor. When all you are assigned to do in this life is to teach. Misplaced, misappropriated assignments. And that 100% of the time comes from what? It comes from distraction. The powerful God. The powerful God, Jesus. When 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 God when God sent out serpents to kill the Israelites and they came back and repented, and God said to Moses, He must make a brazen serpent, and everybody who looks on it will be healed. That that was a powerful statement from God. That was a powerful because what God was saying is that as long as you are distracted, you will continue to suffer. But as long as you keep your eyes looking unto Jesus. The word they're looking is aforao. It means looking away from things which distract unto Jesus. That means there are things in your life that will distract you from looking. From that you may be able to stand. See, the reason why you possess the illusion of the strength, the power of the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world and the spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, the reason why you have the illusion of their power is because you have not looked to Jesus. When you look to Jesus, you will realize that with you, 
is the great one. With you is the mightier one. But, 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 but the distraction, the distracted mind will make you think Jesus is weak. Will make you think, nah, maybe the word of God is not powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe this Christianity thing is not for me. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, look, I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this, but look at my life. Hey, we now. Hey, we now. Your life is a mirror of your internal building. When you say, look at my life, yes, we are, we are looking... We are, we are looking at your life. What do you mean? As though anything that is not, anything that is not internal or that is not within you is, is happening. Whatever is happening outside is in you. Out of the heart springs life. When you say, look at my life, that means whatever you have been doing, you've been doing externally. Mm. Listen to what Jesus says, right? Jesus said, if you look at a woman, if you look, Jesus says, if you look, right? If you look at a woman lastfully, he says, you have done it. He didn't say it's like, he said, you have what? It's done. You have done it. So that means, Chris, you may not have slept with 50 women. Physically. In reality, everyone you have looked upon last food, he says, you have done it. That means you can check that one off your list. I'm done there. <laughs> That, that's a powerful statement. Right? That, that, that's a powerful statement to be made by Jesus. I need to pray for you. That's a powerful statement that made by Jesus, right? It's powerful, isn't it? Don't you see why? Everything on TV is always with some sensual girl. Round three unboxing. Watch a fight. No. Get round three, Bamola Ori Koneng. I'll change the channel or ever go no mate. Round three. Watch all like hey. Nali busy moto. Hey, Tul. Hank, la pepe, you watch. But I'm a six pack, who thought that? Hey, yeah, no more. Jesus said, Do you have what? Look at your neighbor. Tell him, I hope you haven't done it.
them. Look at them. I hope you haven't done it. It's not me, Jesus. You have done it. You have. That means what determines reality? What determines reality? Not the act. Not the. Let me change the channel quickly. Quickly. Right? How to music will change? <laughs> quickly. Just know. Jump scene. Pause. <laughs> you hear me? Jump scene. Jump. Okay, what are you going to watch? Yeah? Because what are you gonna watch? <laughs> so you're gonna watch that and be like, well, what's there to learn there? <laughs> Tell me what's there to learn. Ufunda <laughs> Allah. It's you're not learning, you're experiencing. It's not a tutorial, it's an experience. What's up to Let my experience alone. If you want to experience, get yourself a man, get yourself a woman, put that ring on it, and then go experience. Angish? That's how you experience. Don't want to be watch. You've done it. Praise the Lord. How interrogate a boss a virgin? Or technically? Technically, but I've been places. What? I don't know. I don't know why we're going there, but we're going. We might have just well flow. Technique. The heart defines reality and experience. That means the first place of the experience of reality is in your heart. You, you see that? That means you will never go where you have never been in your heart. You will never experience what you, have, what you have never experienced in your heart. You, you get that now? I don't know why we got here, but at least we got there. Look at your neighbor again. Say, I hope. You haven't done it. Haven't done it. <laughs> and if you, if you have, 
There's power in the blood. <laughs> Do, do, do you see how you, 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 you can, it, it's difficult, it's, it's, it's difficult to, to address human issues or judge human uh, 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 nature solely on acts alone. Because there's a whole world that is internal that you can't have access to except through the gifts of the Spirit of God. You see that? Yeah. That's why the Bible says, no man knoweth the things of man, except the spirit of the man. No one. You, you can't know me, I can't know you. We can only know each other in the spirit. But on this plane, oh, we are mysteries. David said, you have made me a wonder. That's what we are, we are wonders to each other. And, and Satan makes sure that he, he, he gets to that first place of the definement of reality. Because if he can get there, corrupt that, he can corrupt every action you make. Many lives have been destroyed because of a failure to adopt the intelligence, the wisdom, of God. And a failure to understand the nature, function of our enemy. You got an enemy. Whether you believe in God or not, especially if you do, you have an enemy. You have to understand how it operates. You've got to, you've, you've got to. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise, the Lord. Praise God. Say, so I'll defend my destiny. I'll defend my destiny. I'll contend for my destiny. I'll contend for my destiny. I will not be a victim. I will not be a victim. But a victor. But a victor. Yeah. When you look at your challenges, your, the things you face, the things you go through, internal, personal, relational, external, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Doesn't? Doesn't matter what it is, a weakness, a sin, a, a failure, doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what it is. There's one thing you must remember, one thing you must remember, that the enemy the enemy is not what you see. The enemy is who you don't see. It, it will change your life. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Because you, you, you will stop trying to fix this matter using human mechanisms. You, you will start employing higher, higher systems. I'm telling you, 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 will, you, you will stop. Whether it's a sickness, impeding disease, a sin, a weakness, uh, some character flaws, some, 
circumstantial something, situational thing, traumatic thing, whatever it is, whatever it is that has presented itself in this dimension. When you look at it, as big as it may seem, as insurmountable as it may seem, the enemy behind it is smaller than you think. The enemy behind it is smaller than you think. Your problem is that you are trying to use that deadbeat brain of yours to, to try and find a way out. Solutions of the spirit are not found through the flesh or fleshly systems. Solutions of life that warrant victories in life, they, they, are, they are instruments that are derived from the dimensions of the spirit. How, 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 how do you get it? How, how do you get it? Ah, my Lord, my God. The Bible says, by, by a dream or a vision of the night, while man sleeps, God appears to him, that he may save his life from the pit. You, 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 you see, you see, my brother, my sister, the solution to all your life's problems is in that problem. is in it what you need to learn is you need to retrain your mind to see beyond the thing that is happening you you, you need to have an extra visionary power to see beyond what is happening and to see the real thing that's where the solution is because as long as you're looking at the surface 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 oh you're gonna you're gonna go around in circles in life. I'm telling you, you're gonna go around in circles in life and wonder what in the world is happening. Because Satan wants to tire you. You know how those devils work? They suffocate you and then leave you for three minutes, gasp for air, get air two minutes, you go back in. Make you feel like you have some sense of freedom. You're in. <laughs> Why? Because you, you think that fighting, like physically, will get you out. No. No. Just be still and know that I'm God. How, in, in the midst of trouble, turmoil, how, how do you be still? And he says, no. Do you understand that? I, some of you, you haven't really thought about it. You like it, but you haven't really thought about it. My call, Nigeria, be still, and know that I am God. no guti. Iti Into ya touch. Says, be still. I call her. This is a decent thing to do is do what the song says. Yeah. <laughs> be what? And? That? Know what? That means, he says, be still and know. 
That means you can never come to the true knowledge of God until this big thing of yours is quiet. Till this dilapidated thing of yours is what? There's a knowledge of God that's hidden in silence. I'm telling look, I'm, I'm telling you. <coughs> I'm telling you. The, f- the first thing I do when I perceive or I know I'm under attack, I keep quiet. That's, that's the first thing I do. And I can keep quiet for days. Here's my wife. Ask my wife. Not talk. Why, why, why is that so? Why is that so? I, I'm, I'm trying to reconcile my being. Not only to understand the circumstance, but also to, to, to download information, revelation that is required to deal with this matter. Like I said, I was going through some attack, right? This week. <coughs> Started out of nowhere. <coughs> so, on f- when was it? I think it was Thursday. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. Right? I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. I think it was Thursday. <laughs> Thursday morning. Right? I go. Uh, yeah, it was morning. I remember around 10 ish, 11 ish. So I go into uh, my, the bathroom in my study. So I'm going there, you know, it's tough, right? So I'm going there, I hear a voice, physician, heal yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, I I stood at the door, I stood at the door of, 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 of the bathroom. I heard it as I was entering, right? So, the voice said, physician, heal yourself. But didn't say it like, it's not the voice I know, this one. Right? So at first I'm like, what Lord? (laughs) What Lord? Physician, heal yourself. And the voice laughs. I knew that wasn't the Lord. (laughs) So, So when I heard that, so I did what I did, went out. Right? Later in the evening, that voice came again. Physician, heal yourself. No, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday because that's when I said to my wife, nah, don't give me uh, these vitamin C's anymore. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. That's after I heard that thing. Physician, heal yourself. <laughs> I didn't reply, I didn't respond, right? Thursday night, 
physician heal you. But it's that jeering thing, right? Physician heal yourself. I left it. Thursday came, right? So, <clears throat> like I said to you, I, I don't just do like, uh, especially when things happen, I just don't act, right? So four days, five days late, Friday, yes, Friday. Friday evening, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm lying on the bed with my boy. My boy's sleeping. So I'm lying on, I'm lying this side. I'm facing my boy. And then a voice from behind me speaks. He said, you see, when, 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 you, when you spend time in God's word, when you spend time in meditation, God's word gives you an ability. You, you, you can't explain, I can't explain it to you, but it's an ability that God's word gives you. It's the ability to discern spirits. To, 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 hear, to hear a voice, because when you hear voices, right, many times, many times, especially with the voice, the, the, the spirit's voice, when you hear voices when you're growing up, in, in, in the Lord and you hear the voice of the Spirit many times he will use the voice of your familiar many times you either use your pastor's voice or many times right and then you grow up when you start growing up he begins using the voice of your own spirit so you start hearing him through, your, through the voice of your own spirit right and Sometimes you can mistake your own voice for him. So, so what the word of God does, it's, it's something, it's unexplainable, but it's amazing. It gives you the ability to discern the origin and the nature of a voice. So you can tell, no matter how soft, how smooth the voice comes, you can tell whether it's a devil where you can tell whether it's an angel, you can tell whether it's God, without even seeing. Without even seeing. That's why, that's why in the spirit, hearing is, hearing is the most powerful thing. In the spirit. Hearing takes precedence over seeing in the spirit. And that's an ability only the word of God can give you. Right? So I'm, I heard that voice a couple of days ago, physician, heal, heal yourself. Right? So I'm lying down. Like this, I'm facing my boy. So from behind me, I hear a voice. It's Mark 11. And it breathes out the scripture to me. Right? So, that voice came, when it came, it came in the same way as that physician here voice. The only time that the second time, that that laugh should yeah that wasn't that wasn't that was there was some devil right i know some of you won't sleep that day i heard a devil i heard a devil oh my god i heard voices in hell no listen so fine i hear that voice right ah okay the lord was instructing me to do something so i did that right as soon as i finished doing that saying that i fell asleep slept like a baby until the next morning. When was it? Saturday. Slept like a baby. Saturday, I knew that, okay, the attack is done. The victory is won. 
five days, three, four, four days later. Four? There are some you fight five years, brother. What is important is that you are using the weapon that you are issued. That's what's important. More than anything is, is that you're using the weapon that you are given. Sometimes the weapon is fasting. Sometimes the weapon is prayer. Sometimes the weapon is silence. Some, you know that? Sometimes the weapon is holding your peace. Ow. How? I'm not making it up. Tell them to go around the city seven times for seven days and let them not say, wow, and that's a weapon. Silence. Silence. Knowing when to shut up and knowing when to speak up. You see, if you can learn, that's a skill. That's a, that's a powerful commodity. And some of you don't have it. You're big here. You're big here. You're mega. You are mega. How am I worried? I know a Koshela. Koshela told people who are stressed. Who are stressed. Ne? Confidence, not cheap. No, no, no. Family here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I need to pray for you. I need to pray for you. So, so, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, some of you are big here. Big, you're mega. Yeah. You are? Yeah. See why you don't have victory sometimes. Yeah? You've turned into a tongue yourself because you are big. You are big. Hold your peace. Hold. Especially, especially in, in, in pressurizing moments. You know there are moments where you are pressured. You know them, okay? Where you are pressured to just blow up. Just blow a gasket. Again? They are, again? Again? Where were you? Those are moments where you need to. Because you can mess up everything. Zechariah. You're going to have a baby. <laughs> baby, my wife is 80. I'm over. What do you mean? Have a baby. John. Give me a law. Law is trouble. Law. Law. Shop I got mute for for some nine months. Drogo. Because you can disrupt everything. Right? 
shaban mute for nine months you can't talk but ke mangwano my question is when when he saw his wife pregnant why wasn't his voice then opened because already as she evident why mlo musabuleghi no do you know why because the process was not done he could the elizabeth could still miscarry yeah she would lose that baby until the baby came out that those leaps were danger can keep secrets the bible says the the secrets of the lord what's a secret yeah something you can't keep secrets holy jesus i'm going to bless you with a house and a car and a wife you think this lord thank you my god wow god's going to bless me with a house it's a secret brother to see he that speaks in an unknown tongue speak its secrets bro now you just made the secret worldwide known there was some devil in that street that got the gatekeeper <laughs> christian is going to be blessed with a house with a car and a wife uh, take this news to headquarters <laughs> news travel headquarters <laughs> Umagale 3 months, 6 months, 1 year, 3 years, 5 years, 4 years on Sanam Panchi. But you still remember that feeling when God spoke. You heard it clear. Ulebeletsu mudibura hala. Ah, tlekdilotsa mudimutsa dibereke. Ah, bao zipile. Bao zipile wa papa nke. Listen. You don't broadcast secrets. you broadcast testimonies you don't broadcast secrets you broadcast testimonies testimonies are what let devils know you don't mess there we we they finished us there and that devil will tell because listen not every devil knows about you Not every devil knows about you. Those that do are come it comes from te- how 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 did that devil that beat up the sons of Skiva know Paul? He says he says Jesus I know Paul I know. There were testimonies about these guys. They were well known in the spirit. Paul had cast out many of them out of people. You know that guy Paul don't play around him. When that guy shows up you better better make sure that you run. Well, guy Paul as you So all devils knew when 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 you dealing with Paul like respect. It's how news flows. So you broadcasting secrets as testimonies. I need to testify, Bazalwan. You know I was in prayer last night. And you know I heard something from a vision. I don't even know how to tell you. Oh, you know God is good, Pastor Luan. You know I love the Lord. You know, God told me yesterday He's gonna bless me with a house. 
and a cup and a wife. Oh, hallelujah. You just testified a secret, bro. It's not even there yet, bro. Why do you need? Okay. Text. By the time you get out of the meeting, all devils, de- devils of houses, devils of cars, devils of marriage, they are all against you now. They've, they've all gotten the brief. We forbid, we forbid, we forbid, we forbid. Why? Because their job is to undermine the testimony of God in your life. But your problem is that you shared the secret. It's a secret for a reason. It's a secret for a reason. You get that? It's a secret for... When God called me into the ministry, He said there are things I'll tell you you should never share with people. They are for you and your growth in me. He said there are things that I will tell you you can share with people. To never think that all I know, all, all you hear me tell you is all that I know. No. No, don't work that way. Yeah, you, 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 do you get that now? Yeah. Do you get that now? Amen. Say, you want to mess up a group? You say, move on a silly bus. Tam table, I'm going to go in to Lily. Upapile. You what? Ask your neighbor. I hope. I hope. I hope. Praise the Lord. Let, 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 let me pray for you. Uh, uh, Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse uh, 19. I want to pray for you right now. Praise the Lord. You, you get me, right? Yeah? You get it? Are, are we there, Romans? Okay. Chapter 1, verse 9, please. Uh, with my? Shop. Yeah? Yeah. Making requests if my son means now I'll ask I may impart to you some spiritual gift. Mm. For I want to see you. Yeah. That I may impart to some spiritual gift. Now I he says that I may impart to you some spiritual gift. Some spiritual gift. Impart to you some spi- he says I I thought it is God that imparts gifts. I thought so. Didn't you think so too? Unless your thoughts are higher than mine. Which is possible. Right? Which is possible. So, I thought that spiritual gifts can only be transmitted via God. Yeah? Via God into you. I thought so, but I, can, I see Paul is 
is, is doing these things. I think I can do it too, if Paul can do it. If I know how he did it, then I think I can do it too. Yeah, I can, that, I, that I may impart. What, what's to impart? It means to share. That means whatever Paul was going to share with them is something that he already had. You understand that? It's something that he already had. Whatever he was going to share. So, the impartation of spiritual gifts is a possibility. You get that? That means you, 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 you can wake up one morning blind as a bat, go to church, go back home and see like the gods. Without you having put on a prayer, having put on a fasting, having put on nothing, just by you being present and receiving. It's one of the most powerful spiritual ministries that exists in the body of Christ that you can receive, you can receive a, a, a hundred years, for example, worth of, of work, of spiritual investment in a moment in time. It's powerful. It's powerful because what, what that means is that you, you don't have to work to get what others worked for. You just have to be in the right environment at the right time for that transmission to take place. It is remarkable. It, it, is, it is remarkable. And God has made this possibility present in his body. I remember one day, I think now I'm more liberty to share this. I remember one day, a couple of years ago, I was in prayer. Yeah, I was in prayer. And 2016, when Jesus anointed me into the prophetic office, I was in prayer. It was, it was during the day, never forget the day, during the day, and Jesus appeared with what looked like two men, one on each side. As soon as I got to a place where I could recognize them, the Lord was standing before me because he had called me up. So we were standing elevated above where we were, but in the spirit. And Jesus said to me, kneel down. And then he started talking to me. And then I was looking at him. Right? At first I was looking down, kneel down. And then I was looking at him while he was talking. He, you know, when the Bible says he is light, when the Bible says he is light and he hides his power in his light, <laughs> uh, one day you'll meet him. Maybe, maybe not this, this side of the earth. doesn't matter, but you'll meet him one day and you'll know for truth that is Jesus. So the Lord is talking, right? The Lord is talking. I'm looking at him like this and then I peep to, you know, when, when, when Jesus, when, 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 when you are in a, in a revelation with Jesus, all that matters is who you see. He, he's a magnet. He's a, you can't focus. You, you can be in heaven, brother. You can be in heaven. And as beautiful, as glorious, as nice as heaven is, you can spend all your time there just looking at Jesus. Not be concerned about all these other things. Because in light of, of him, 
they don't matter. So I'm looking at him, right? So I'm looking at him. So he's talking. So in my mind, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, I wonder who's, uh, right? So I'm looking at the Lord, and then, you know, I try to, you know, turn my, turn my 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 head to see. So I glance this side momentarily, and I see who it is. Oh, that melted my heart. You may, you, you may ask, but Pastor, didn't Jesus melt your heart? He, he, he melted my heart, but when I saw who it was, it, whoo, it, it melted my heart. It, melt, it melted my heart. Right? I look, and I think the Lord knew, right? I look, and then I look back to the Lord, right? And then he said, To me, kneel, uh, bow your head. So he bowed my head, right? When he bowed my head, he released the commission. I knew from that day I'm a prophet, without a doubt, right? So he laid his hand on me. Twice in my life, Jesus has laid his hand on me, twice. Once, when just when I started the ministry, and second that time. He laid his hands on me. I felt that thing. My God. Uh, you know, he laid his hands on me. It's fine. I'll, I'll share that some other time. He laid his hand on me. And then he, co- he released the commission. And then he said to, that, to this other person to lay his hands on me. My God. I was more excited. <laughs> it's strange. I can't explain it. I, I, really, I, really, I really can't explain it. But that's how it felt, right? I was more excited. I, I don't want to say more excited, but there was a different kind of emotion when that other person came, laid hands on me. He laid hands, and then he spoke. He spoke in a spiritual language when he when he when he, when he laid hands on me. He spoke in some spiritual language, and God, the Lord said, "I'll understand this later. I understand. I understand that now, right?" And then. Uh, because he was telling me to carry out his ministry and so forth, do whatever, couldn't accomplish those. So in my mind, I asked the Lord, when the Lord revealed what was said that day, I said to him, how, why can, how, that man finished everything. I mean, he, as far as I'm concerned, he finished everything. Lord says, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Just continue this. I was like, okay, Lord, I will. Right? And that day, there was an impartation of God's investment in that man in me. I never had to work for it. I never had to pray for it. Over 80 years of labor and spiritual investment, that year, that day was deposited in me. And throughout, as I move along with the Lord, those, those graces unfold and are activated as I progress in the Lord. But, but the reason why I wanted to tell you this, and that's the reason why I won't tell you his name, <coughs> right? But if you know me, you know who he is. He's passed on now to be with the Lord. Anyway, so, the reason why I'm telling you that is because in, in one moment of encounter, 
there was a release. I don't want to say oh, oh, that man's mantle, but every, an impartation of the deposit of what God had done with him throughout his ministry. So, I said to you last week, the Lord said to me that the gift of the discerning of spirits will begin to manifest in your lives every time you're in the spirit. And I said to you, I will release, impart this gift on Sunday. Remember? But I said to you, because I said it, the reality is already established. It's done. Okay, um, let's read one last scripture. You know that song? For you are great. Obviously, you know it. Yes, you miracles. So great. And, and God said the reason why he's doing that was to help you navigate the times in which we are entering. We have entered the age of the supernatural. The supernatural dimensions are about to break out into this realm. Are you listening to me? God showed me this in 2021. I didn't say anything at that time because I, I didn't feel the, the release. But there's a convergence, a, a, an unveiling. And, and this is so important, my brothers and my sisters, because the rise of supernatural activity in you see it's 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 unnatural for that those dimensions to materialize physically in this world it's unnatural but this confluence of activities you're already starting to see it especially with these uh, uh, climate uh, rhetorics that are going out, right? It's not climate really that they are, that, 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 that they are propagandizing. Uh -uh. It's the convergence of the supernatural dimensions in this physical plane. And some things are about to happen, and especially as we move on along in the years, that, that really will confront your own faith as a Christian. So you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. And, and when, when I tell you about the supernatural, dimensions really making their way visible into this plane. I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking about the activities, I'm talking about entities. 
I'm trying to be as 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 con you know conceal conspicuous and concealed as I can. But I'm talking about entities. I'm, I'm talking about the the, the 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 arrival of entities, the manifestations of entities. It will shock you, Nomsa. You you will begin to question a lot about reality and life. Because the Lord has permitted the portals into the sphere, into the earth, to be opened. And one of the things we need, we need more than anything in this time, is the operation, especially for our personal discernment and walk with God, is the manifestation of the discerning of spirits. Aliens are coming. Aliens. Beings from other worlds are coming. You heard me. You heard me in the recent judgment prophecy telling you that. I'm telling you now again that they are, they are, they are coming. Many of them have already been seeded, been stationed. And right now what is going on, especially with this uh, COP24, is it COP20, COP, COP what? COP27 is the affirmation of these beings and they are welcome. They are welcome. You saw how they gathered in Mount Sinai was to invoke a portal. Trust me, you see, I'm talking like it's gibberish now. But in the next two to three years, two to three years, if you, you, you'd still be strong in the faith, I hope you are. You probably will be if you stick with me. Right? And not because of anything special, but because of quality. What? You, you don't need many things now. What, what you need more than anything now is quality. Quality. That's all I'll say. You need quality. Quality words, spirit, anointing. You just need quality. It, it's going to shake the church world. I, I'm telling you now, it's going to shake. It's going to shake the church world. The gift of the discerning of spirits will give you ability to see into the realm of spirits. Into the realm. That's what that gift does. It gives you the ability to see into the realm of spirits. You see spirits as they are. As, not as they appear to be, as they are. 
because sometimes sometimes it's it's difficult for you to combat what you don't see and understand it's it's difficult it's difficult you get in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus listen 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 things in the spirit don't work that way they don't work that way and that's what they are preparing the world for for spiritual harvest and that's one of the reasons why I told you to stop praying for your kids you hear you hear it from next year you, you you'll start you will you will start hearing it on the news in newspapers child went to bed woke up missing you hear it many of these many of these things will begin taking place i saw saw some of those things taking place here in south africa children just disappear they'll be all in the house they'll just disappear extraterrestrial trafficking. Don't worry. For now, don't believe it. Believe it when you hear of it. For now, you can just say, ah, hey, some tough things, this. It's fine. Don't worry about that. Right? Just don't worry about that. But I'm telling you, what, what you need is the discerning of spirits. And the Lord wants to give you that. As I said, uh, Timothy, ne? Uh, Timothy, <coughs> Timothy, I think it's chapter, First Timothy chapter four, and then we're gonna start praying. Play that thing, me, come on, man. Honeymoon, honeymoon, go buddies, honeymoon. Bono jive, I Hunters dry. From nothing, stay behind. Bamburi! Bamburi! Vincent Agero will have church online. Well, yes, thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Hey! Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Praise God. <laughs> verse 14. There's, I want to read it, verse 14. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. Uh -uh. Let's read again. The gift that is in. How did it come? The gift was given. How was it given? By prophecy. By what? Prophecy. 
By what? Prophecy. How was the gift given? By prophecy. Air? Wow. By? By prophecy. With. You see that? Yes. The gift was? Given. And where is it? In you. So I'm going to give you a gift today. By the power of God's Spirit. To help you navigate these parts in these dark days. For time is coming. With a need, the need, the need for the manifestations of the Spirit of God will be realized so strong. And I pray God uses you to profit his body. When that need comes, I hope he uses you. I pray he does. I pray he will use this gift that will be released into your life today to bless others, to edify others, to help others. And you see, sometimes, sometimes gifts, you know, and, 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 and it does not happen. Many times it doesn't happen uh, intentionally. But because of how it's received, it, it makes it look like the, the gift either is, is it, it makes it questionable. Right? It makes it questionable. But never mind. Are you listening to me? Yes. Never. Mind. Never mind. Because I'm, I'm telling you this because the discerning of spirits is, is a very unusual, it's, it's a very unusual gift. And it, it might scare you and might scare people off you. Because when that gift is active, there's no difference between the physical and the spiritual. Sometimes you, you hear me you, you hear me when I'm ministering to you. Come out, do what, right? And you wonder, maybe he's saying this by chance. I don't use chance in ministry. There's no chance. Why would need chance? Many times the gift is, is active and I can see. Right? So 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 sometimes the, God's gifts are not appreciated or welcomed. And sometimes because of, you know, if, if you're dealing with, with, with demons uh, that are controlling demons that control people's lives, many times those demons may, may incite or blind or cloud or distract or deceive the person that the gift is trying to help against. Yeah, it happens, right? It happens, and, and, and that does not mean that there's anything wrong with the problem. Many times it's with the receiver. You get that? It's with the? Yeah, it's with the receiver. Years ago, I imparted the gift of the word of knowledge. Mom V caught it. Right? Never had that kind of operation before. 
But then all of a sudden, things that are about to happen, she sees. Two months, three months, six months, two years. It's, it's a gift. It will work as long as the gift is welcomed. That gift has helped a lot of people. Some people have welcomed it. Some people have rejected it. But it doesn't matter. Right? Because the rejection of, the rejection of the gift by people does not invalidate the genuineness of the gift. No matter. The gift is the gift. Right? And it's there to bless people. And I assure you, the Spirit of God is going to release this gift into your life. See, gifts of the Spirit are, are not as I will, they are as the Spirit wills. That means when the need arises, you will, you will see this gift operate. When, the need, when there's a need, a demand for this, you will see it. See, it's gifts that are not, you, you, you don't need to be a spiritual magnet or spiritual giant to inherit a gift. It has nothing to do with your spiritual stature. Gifts are not given on the basis of spiritual stature. They're given on the openness and faith and desire of the recipient. That's, that's, that's one of, that's one of the, 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 the enigmas of of, of the operation of God's gifts. They don't need you to be a spiritual, prayerful. In fact, they need you to be prayerful in order for them to operate. But they don't need you to have a, such, some certain spiritual stretch. They are not gauged by spiritual maturity. They are gauged by desire. They are gauged by sensitivity to the Holy Ghost. The all other gifts of the Spirit require an action from you. The gifts, the gift of the discerning of spirit, the only requirement for it to be activated in your life is, 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 is when the need arises, you are in the spirit. Because it only operates when you are in the spirit. Because there's nothing of you that you need to do. Like the gifts of healing, you have to act. You have to do something. The word of knowledge, the word of faith, the word of wisdom, you've got to do something, right? This gift, you don't need to. All you have to do is be in the spirit. John said, and this, 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 this is an example of the operation of the gift of the spirit. John said, I was, I was what? In the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard. That's what will happen when that gift operates. I heard and I saw. Those are the two identifying characteristics of the operation of the gifts of the discerning spirit. You will hear spirits talk. You, you, you know, like I, heard, like I told you about uh, 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 what happened in the week. You hear spirits. You, you hear spirits talk. Spirits talk. They spoke back to Jesus. They spoke out to Jesus. We know who you are, Jesus. They talk. That means many times you can overhear conversations. Angels or whatever spirits. When you are in the spirit, you can. Ah. I can't tell of many times I've walked into uh, communications, conversations in the spirit. That's how I know when people gossip or talk about me, right? When I'm in the spirit, I can hear them. If I'm in the, con he says he will take what he hears and transmit it to you. 
That's now that's part of the ministry of the Holy Ghost. You you can you can take advantage of that ministry at any any point in time. But when this gift is is operational, I can hear you, I can see you. Especially when you know things are discussed are very dangerous to the people's lives. God will sometimes make me hear. Sometimes to warn them, sometimes to uh, to give reason for. And at any point in in in, in time, in my I could have misused the gifts. You know how you can misuse you can misuse gifts, brother. I can tell you of that three hundred rand we fit in was trouble sailor Murimaritis. You see how you can misuse it? You get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow? You follow? So you want it? Amen. You want it? Amen. You have to want it, otherwise. You want it? Yes. Huh? Okay. Then get ready to receive it. Praise the Lord. I need water, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Lord said, it is not good. <laughs> Alone men are not in a good space. You're not in a good space, brother. Let's be honest, right? Alone man, alone woman are not in a good space. Right? Your passions are not grounded. Your passions are not grounded. Yes, for women, unless you have passed through that menopausal stage, if you're still in the menstrual cycles, your body's still telling you, I'm still ready to receive. <laughs> why, why when we talk, Man, you play, you play, don't laugh, you do your job. Just do your job. <laughs> why when we talk about these things, you become so... Ten stop. Yeah? Relax. Time to help you. Amen. Amen. I'm so clean man. No, relax. Come down, at least maybe Praise the Lord. Yeah. It is not. I didn't. Why? Why? I didn't. Did I write the Bible? No. Did, I write, did I write the Bible? No. I didn't write the Bible. I I got to I got to spark plug more. Did those spark the patients how? You are born with them. So now you know too. So if you are not married, your patients are all over. 
You are not grounded. You are not earthed. Salabona, Salabona, Salaboni, in Dambo, Ena, if you want. Yes, in judge. Uncontrollable, untrustable, unreliable, and dangerous. Oh, I get. Uncontrollable. That means you are not relationship as long as na is it going to be unreliable, untrustable. That means I got to what today. As about the same thing about another thing, which is actually the same thing. What is it? Aya Ethiwa. Aya? Aya Ethi. Once you Ethiwa, all of a sudden you are calm. Praise the Lord. When your patients are all over misbehaving. We rang. Because, because you have bypassed the you have bypassed the age of silence. Your feelings are talking. Your feelings have a language now. Again. Don't your feelings have a language? Yeah? It will a beautiful uh, lady Moga Bikini. Lo naba elising and elising eh. Tabo na current electrical current flow. What? What ni ba pegi party? Ni azim kulmagan. Elestoters. Aban chela mo ba we na ba binang zonchela ge. You know, you know, again, a joke. Again, a joke. Who's on again? Again, who's on via the pipeline. Uncontrollable, unreliable, untrustable, and dangerous. And? romantic movie happy ending yeah, Fugo repaid the movie was nice, yeah. <laughs> no moment of silence. Again. No moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you close your eyes when you kiss each other? <laughs> 
bring up whatever happens, happens, dear Lord. I'm throwing myself out there. Unstarty moto ga, sinistarta nga mawaya. That's why. Nistarta nga mawaya. Nya choncha, you are thieves. Babes, we shouldn't have done that. You know we shouldn't have done that. Nya choncha. That's why you feel guilty. Tina lawas na maring says mucha na left right and said anytime. Amen. That's why I said you may kiss the bride in public. Man, Johnny, so you pair around. I is so Praise the Lord. The Amen. The Then you can let yourself loose. But you are letting yourself loose to an unreliable source. Love is not the reason for sex. Marriage is. You don't have sex with someone because you love them. You have sex with someone because you married them. Love is not an excuse for sex. Marriage is. That is the only license. Sex and every other sex-related thing. Smochichi. Oh, babe. How oh, not, baby? It's illegal, baby. You must put the illegal, baby. Illegal, baby, illegal. Today, our phone is a paper. Yeah, yeah, we babes, but illegal babes. Bible says, if you have a virgin, you must give her in marriage. Who's giving you to that person? That's prostitution. Don't blame me, blame the water. My good Tabile, Zaf, Yaharita Narita Vati. Mana, no, he's free. Wet. Angiru, wet. So, are you chicken? Bachele pasta. Bachele pasta. Bachele. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All up, uh, having sex and then feeling guilty after. 
You'll feel guilty. Kubudize kare ngaso ngaso ntsi ngaso tabala ke nobulela general. Humnati after three minutes. Yeah, Lord. Ntsi. Ntsi. Oh my Lord. That's why. And when I want to legal into it, legalize a body how? Ether. Praise the Lord. Ether. More on the pop more. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't have any intentions with girls. Otherwise, you can wear male prostitutes. So, if you now one day, you chose it. You chose we are on the on the, we are on the on the. Sisu sa race, sisu sa race, sisu sa race. Maru ya on the, sisu sa race. Sese amanga la manje, au sese even. Kwenza gale ni ngoba, ngwandi, de kwenza gale. Ay baba. Sunday school aban fundisles. Mantawe, praise the Lord, love the Lord. Praise the Lord, love the Lord. We go deep into life. Eh, Dichi, we go deep into life. Good night, no more, Jalale. Ma move, move on, Ella. Ubalege. Ubalege. What was over status quo? Zoba statistics. They legalize. Praise the Lord. See? Ask yourself. Praise the Lord. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. Do I wish, I wish. So that's why you see, that's why you love reality shows, you love you love these soapies. Yeah, because you you fixate on other people's reality. I say Ako, leave that one. Leave that one. So you join in. They won't they will marry the one. Now so shall In the heart, you have Tani. You have Tani. Good night. I do now it is I do in the thing. In the heart. So polygam. Well we are interfering in shows. In the heart to invest it. Nebon? Yeah? Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. Be, be, sometimes you gotta just 
be on the desperate. Oh, Pastor, I want to get married. Yeah. Bless me. You know, don't leave that. Take it. Take it. Oh, he won't waste time. Take it. No, no, take it. Take the grace. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lila tama Philistia, ma anax, ma giant people. Someone knows. Someone or I about the Philistines. About the Mahdi Sandals. The high tech. Baba the Kikin Pomos. Kima Israelite. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Ola Tatonki, which is a Greek game on another paper. I better keep it on. I'm very curious. Don't you prepare before Oilata? Again, I Ili, I'm more a mule. Mule is worse than a dog. No, Lorella Judana, get a little cheat. You know, Nacho me. I want a good-looking guy, a decent, hard-working guy. Show me, you know, Oratang uh, Jeso. Let's just have a rate tata mara. Let's try to be one of the elite. Anna Kims. Hybrid. No such thing as beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. When it's right, everything will be right. The show will be right. You will be right, like it will look right. Praise the Lord. The only thing that makes things that are not right look right is money. Praise God. Yeah. Puffy. Papa. Love you guys. Mara, am I talking lies? No. Yeah? No. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's never too late. Yeah, Mamzo. It's never too late. Ask Mam Lydia. Ah, should I leave testimony? It's never too late. I get yeah, I want a husband. I want a husband. Lord, give this woman a husband. Oh. Say what you want. Yeah, Mom, she was so sharp or so. Wait, wait, case closed. Case closed. Praise the Lord. 
Ça va, que tu expand à grec, les gens vont dire multiple options. Ça stress. Ça stress. And we'll hold them in. You know, Jesus says, kingdom of heaven is like a man casting a net into the sea. What are all kinds? What are tears? What are weeds? What are some bubblehead fish? What are some snook? You better get ready. Well, when Baba no key like the right, the chosen generation. Yeah, the next I can't guarantee. The next level I can't. Chris, you gotta remove. You gotta remove this part, man. You gotta remove this part, man. Praise the Lord. Amen. Maragal tu sangirilu na batwadi. Eh, otra fridge. Agi tu bula fridge haika. Horomolele lo wana hauka tough metals. Yeah, yeah, see him do that. He life, ne? He's a he's a born. Yeah, see, he life. Yeah, see, he life. He life is on com. Maro funu ba chela guti is on com is over combat. Wawa ujulera. Angish ujulera. So ya sa guti manga bichela muta na guti life in clotoril. Zabum siza. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, the thing, Chris. Yes, sir. It's not thing. While there's still yet time, yeah. ask yourself, Auntie, say om like the is not a far environment. Ask <laughs> <Earth> yourself. <laughs> yeah, kick him out. Expel. <laughs> hey, expel. Expel. <laughs> Remove that thing, cause like, brah, you can your mom make me worda. Tamagala, Chris Harris is on a crack. Hey, pastor, it's crazy. Come in, come in, come in, come in, mate. So expel, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You want the gift? Yes, sir. <laughs> you still want it? Yes, sir. Let me give it to you quickly, and then let's go home. All right? Enjoy the service. Amen. Yeah. Hey, when I teach you iPhone, I was a woman of my team only. So be sure, boy. Be sure. Eti, zau ona matimo ona chai, vale yenza jan, yenza jan. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Ah, I'm thinking, ish. Just put your chairs on the side, everybody. Yeah, I'm tired to go one by one. Let's, let's do wholesale. Let's do wholesale. Amen. It's still the same results. Just that wholesale needs more of your of your faith, Abo. You can take them out. You can take them out. Praise the Lord. Abo is all screaming, you all. Praise God. But don't take them out and move out. Like, do things orderly. 
Praise the Lord. Where was your bag? What's with your bag? Where you go with your bag? No time for bag here. Put it aside. Put your bag aside nicely. Praise God. <coughs> Hallelujah. You see, it shows that we don't fake this thing, right? Yeah, I mean, like, come on, be quiet. We're in the holy moment. No, man. Praise God. Yeah, so I'll do row by row, huh? Wholesale. Uh, this thing of it, there's no time now. It's one o'clock. <coughs> Praise the Lord. I need to watch Formula One. This <laughs> is so just wholesale. Like, just move back, move back. I, I don't want to release it beyond that point. There are demarcations. Like, move back two rows each. Same, you know where you were sitting. Come on now. Yeah, but then the, all of you guys, the rest, just usher them. All right? Just usher them. You want it, right? Amen. That means I don't need to do any extra thing for you to receive it, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you for your gracious kindness for your love demonstrated toward your people you say that the manifestations of the Holy Ghost are given to all to profit everybody for the edification of the church this afternoon even as you have spoken let there be distribution of the gift of the discerning of spirits to each and every single one in the body that there may be edification preservation protection guidance in their lives and in the lives of their loved ones that father you may use them as vessels as occasion arises to become blessings, to become instruments of God, especially in the times in which we are headed into. Every boy, every girl, every man, every woman here, I want you to bestow that gift upon them thank you Lord so this is what I want you to do all right this is what I want you to do this this operation works much easier when you look at me right look look this way and then you stretch forth your hand right right when I release it catch it right oh not everybody come on now <laughs> I want there to be order because otherwise everybody there will be flying. So uh, I, I need to just at least protect, protect you, all right? Okay? Because let me tell you something. Because 
as soon as as soon as you receive this thing now <laughs> my god right so i'm trying to protect you because as soon some of you as soon as you receive this thing now those spiritual eyes will be open into the dimensions of god's spirit and sometimes it's 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 exciting you can lose control right so i don't want that so you guys don't stretch your hands right it would be good if you don't look at me right if you're good if you don't look at me these ones just look at me just find a way to look at me you must see me all right uh, father thank you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth take it my shali thrones up and shali rabadela ah sarado kora you are great, you are great, you do miracles so great. Charlie Pran Shakadia. Hallelujah. Two rows, second row, second row, two, two more rows. Come. Ashes, please, okay, Vincent, um, Paul. Come usher the folks here. Those whom you can catch, just usher them. Cover, cover the young girl there. Yes, thank you. Just come closer, please. Yeah, you can stand there. You want it, right? You can have it, okay? Alright? Yeah, so... Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Take it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come, 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 next group. Come, next group. So I'm not going to lay hands on you, so you better make sure that your faith is, is good for this, right? Let, let me help you, let me help you, okay? One of the reasons why we administer the anointing in different operations or in different functions, different ways, has a lot to do, number one, with God's instruction on the servant as a way to release the anointing, right? So there are things that God would instruct a man or a woman of God to do when ministering to release the anointing, right? Then secondly, <coughs> the responsibility of the recipient is to understand, number one, that it is their faith that ultimately will determine whether or not whatever it is God wants them to have, they will have, right? And it is to flow with the instruction for the release of the anointing. So then what do you do? If for instance, uh, God's modus operandi would, um, I'm just using as an example, right? With a servant of God is to have a basket, right? And then uh, put the basket on their heads, right? 
And God said that to the man, right? What you must question is not the, is the result. What does it matter if I pour, if I put a basket, sorry mama, just an example. What does it matter if I put a basket on you, right? And you get healed of whatever disease it is, then I do another thing that is convenient to you and you don't get healed. No matter. So what really counts is whether or not that operation yields the desired result from the recipient. So what then do you say? Because God then means at that point in time has given the receiver a, a point of contact for their faith. That means when they come to be prayed for, all they need, all they need to do at that time is to accept that when this basket is put on my head, whatever it is that God wants, I will have. That, at that point in time, the anointing, the anointing shifts from being an immaterial substance to becoming a tangible substance. That's why you find that you can, you can pray for three people, uh, two uh, don't fall, one falls, right? One falls under the, the power. It doesn't really say anything about the two, right? It doesn't really say anything about the two. What it might say about them, right, is that if there are no results consistent with the administration, it would mean then that they did not have faith. You understand that? That they did not have And if you don't have faith, you cannot receive. So, so when God gives many times an, a mode of administration, like for me, right? For me, God told me years ago, there are three ways, primary ways I minister. I rarely lay hands. The only time I've laid hands on you is now, but I really, really lay hands on people and, unless it's a specific instruction, right? Because God told me years ago, stretch forth your hand and the power will fall. That's all I've done all these years, right? The word, the rhema, and the hand. So, <coughs> I'm trying to help you, okay? So, <coughs> when I say to you, look at me, the reason why I'm saying that is to help focus your faith on where you need or when you need to receive, right? Because it's, it's no different than when I lay hands on you, right? When, when do you receive when I lay hands on you? When I lay hands on you. You get that? Is that point of contact? The only difference is that the point of contact is not the physical contact. It requires now that you, what? That faith connects. Do you, do you get that? Uh, there, there is nothing from God that you cannot receive if you understand that. There are different ways. I mean, if imagine if God told me now to spit on all of you. Right? What, what would matter to you? That I spit on you and you are embarrassed? Or that you got what you came for? So then that means then the spit is your point of contact. That means at that point when you are spit on, you must receive. 
which goes against your human makeup, right? Like, what the hell is this? You get that? And that, that, at that point, that's where many people really lose it, right? Because you're not gonna, you don't, you, 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 you don't, yes. When you receive the anointing, right? <laughs> the falling or the reaction is not proof that you received. Do you understand? That means you can receive without falling, but you cannot what? Fall without receiving. Do, do you get that? So what's, what's important to you? It's what? So the point of tangibility is where? Yeah? That's where the point of tangibility is. It's, it's, it's when, it's when, it's when you accept and take, receive that which is given to you, right? So if I say receive it, and then you look at me like, okay, what's going on? You've gotten nothing because you are waiting. You see, you are still thinking about, no, is there something coming? Ain't nothing coming, right? When, when did it come? And your job at that point is to do what? That's why the anointing now becomes tangible. Right? You can shake my hand and nothing happens. Right? You can shake my hand and nothing happens. And then I can say, take it. And when I say that, that's your cue to do what? You, now, now at least maybe you understand. Maybe it will be easier for you, right? Yeah. So lift up your hands, please. And look at me. Stretch forth your hands toward me. And look at me, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that which you have given them, receive it in the name of Jesus. Take it now. Take it now. It becomes easier when you explain to people. Bless the Lord you have received. Hallelujah. Come, second group. Salendo Garaste Shabradigo Saranda Salagrilo Segrela Segaligo Sarade Imado Logobarai Shaladia Lacron Celebridido Scavran. Just look at me, just look at me. Just look at me. Sabratna Kiroski Vran Shalia Aradaiga. Take it in the name of Jesus. Sabrando Sacrida. Shalamando, Zebradigo, Saprada. Let's just lift up our hands for a minute and just speak in another tongue right now. Just stir that thing up. Just stir that thing up. Rabate Cabos. Shale Barondo.
God's going to help you. God's going to use you to help others. My God, my God, my God. I sense there will be deliverance in some of your family. Because of this gift, the Lord will uncover the strategies, the plans of the enemy against you. Prophetic intelligence is released. Sarano Korabadia. Come, 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 come. Those of you are still need to pray for. Salemora Kida Branch Calibronda. Prophetic intelligence is released. Oh my God. Just continue praying, all right? Aye, 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 aye. Just look at me, guys. Just look at me, just look at me, just look at me. Take it in the name of Jesus.
Let me tell you something. One of the things, one of the things that that changed my prayer life was was sight in the spirit. That's one of the th things that had a huge impact on my prayer life. I'm telling you, your prayer life will never be the same. Your prayer life will never be the same. The Spirit of God is, is bringing you into adventures in the Spirit. Is, is bringing you into explorations in the Holy Ghost. This is what I'm hearing from the Holy Ghost. He's bringing you into explorations in the Spirit. Your prayer times will be times of exploration. It will be times of adventures in God. Some of you will get in so deep, so deep you will lose touch of time. Ten hours will pass in his presence. Fifteen hours will pass in his presence. The Lord will manifest. He will is the presence of the Holy Ghost. of the prophet you will see clearly you will hear clearly and the Holy Ghost will navigate you through the causes of the spirit the spirit realm will be your home says the Lord the abode of spirits will be your home I will put a fire a passion and a hunger for the spirit world. And yes, I quicken it. I quicken it. I quicken it. I quicken it. And you will love the place of my dwelling more than the abodes of Jacob.
ancient portals, ancient gates have been opened. I Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, something, something, something is happening. Something is happening within you. Just a few more minutes. Just a few more minutes. Just a few. Release those groanings. Release those tongues. Just a few more minutes. Just a few more minutes. My God, thank you, Jesus. Rabile Kavradele
Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands if you can. Just thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Someone is leaving here very different. A changed man. A changed woman. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Love is presence. Love is presence, and God will show you wonders. Praise God. Ah, precious Holy Ghost, we thank you. My God, something has changed. Something has changed. Thank you, Lord. We, we, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Something within the fab fabric of your spirit, your soul is out of. My God, Lebron Shalia. Shagai, 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 Zabarabadai. Ara Nivoti Kai Valabasai. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Huh. Amen. Amen. Let's 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 give and let's go home. Let's give and let's just go home. Thank you, Jesus. My Father, my God, my Father, my God, my Father, my God, my Father, my God, my Father, my God. I bless your tithes, I bless your offerings, I bless your special seeds, your special offerings. <clears throat> May the work of God in your life be sealed. May the work of God in your life be sealed. My Lord, my God. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey. Wow, 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 wow. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Just, just before you leave, okay? Don't just leave. Don't just give and leave. you've made a pledge to God, whether it's 
was public or private, just make sure you, you fulfill your vows, okay? If you have made a vow to God, before this year ends, fulfill it. Just feel pressed to remind someone of that. If it's you, just heed to that. Anyways, Lord God, remember everything I told you surrounding this gift, okay? Remember, but I'm telling you, you're, you're, we can switch this off, Chris, it's fine. But, oh, it's fine, let me just speak. Your whole, it's fine, don't switch it off. Your, <coughs> your entire prayer life will change. It has changed. It will not be the same again. You know, I, I can't explain what just happened, but whatever happened, happened. I, I saw an ancient gate opening. I saw an ancient gate opening. And, and we were rushing into it because it wasn't the gate that was opening permanently. It was just for a moment. My God, we in. We in. I still don't know what that gate represents and what access, but it's an access to a dimension. Something in God has been opened up for us. Something in God that was not previously open has been opened. Spiritual explorations, adventures. Write it down, all right? Write it down in your, in your diary or somewhere you can see. Write it down. Write it, the spiritual adventures, spiritual explorations. Write it down, okay? This, is your, this will be your experience from today. Only God knows. I'm not God, right? I'm just a servant. Praise God. But write it down in your diary somewhere at home. My experience from this day in prayer will be explorations and adventures in the spirit, in God. My Lord, my God. Ooh, I wonder if you heard some of the things that were said prophetically, my God. You will love the abode of spirits more than the dwellings of Jacob. Your home will be in the spirit world. What manner of men are these? God just gave us a challenge. It's by his grace. It says you will lose time. Awareness, consciousness. One minute will be 10 hours. 10 hours will be like 10 days in his presence. Thank you, Jesus. We receive that grace. We receive that grace. Thank you, Lord. Me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. For, for, for the next remaining Monday prayers for Sunday, I mean for Monday of, of this year, I want to give you a challenge, all right? I want to give you a challenge. Write out all the names. Of your family members, all of them, all right, all of them, the 
you want to be saved. All right? All of you. That you want to find the Lord. Before this year ends, we must see those things happen. We, we will use we will use the Monday prayer. Alright? To bring in the visitation. Okay? Only that matter how they come into salvation. All we know is that we, we are making petitions for them. Alright? Everyone. That matter will lose wayward, they are wayward spirits. They they'll come to the Lord. Until you and your household are all saved. Start, start with those around you, alright? Those in your own household. Okay? Write them down. 